Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Welcome to another edition of Training Unleashed. Today, we are very fortunate to have with us a great guest, Tom Kiernan. So why don't you give us the, a little bit about yourself and Asland and what, what you guys do? And I know it's pretty unique and, and pretty clever. So, Yeah, to, um, you know, today I, I like to consider I work with uh, one of the best training organizations in the world. You know, um, we're selling, uh, uh, selling Power Top 20 organization. And we help comp, um, customers from Fortune 500 to small to medium-sized business bridge the gap in sales and uh, customer service execution. Uh, our programs focus on building and enhancing a competency uh, um, in, in sales and, and, and customer service and, and uh, customer satisfaction. And, and, um, and we do this by providing enablement processes to create a, a, and drive coaching, coaching culture. So um, ultimately, um, uh, we, we like to think that we uh, drive employee engagement. So I, you know, I got to Aslan by way of building global learning and enablement processes uh, and teams uh, for industry-leading companies in the energy management field, IT and industry, retail, and insurance. So I've kind of been all over the place there. I also have a background in sales. Uh, I've sold life annuities, backup batteries, which makes for some really cool co uh, cocktail conversation. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I've even, uh, I even sold thin air back in the dot com, com age. So, um, so, you know, that's, it's been a fun ride. It's been uh, very interesting for sure. So as you know, one of the premises of this podcast is that most companies, I'll put this nicely, don't fully take advantage of the opportunities that training can have to improve their companies. Some don't train, some train, but don't invest properly. Maybe, you know, you work with some of the top companies that are obviously making a big investment in training and improvement. Maybe talk about, you know, what you can actually, what you actually can measure, see, and, and know the impact that you guys are actually making. Well, you know, I, I think, Evan, what we first do, uh, you know, talk a little bit about kind of what we do differently, um, you know, because that really leads to uh, how we measure. And, and, and I think what we do is um, we focus on receptivity of the customer. And you think, you know, focusing on that, it would be a very difficult, certainly a very difficult thing to measure. How would you ever measure uh, whether or not your employees uh, your customer facing employees are focused on receptivity. So, you know, I, I think um, what a lot of folks out there is um, they're used to uh, their sales employees, their customer facing employees, they have self centered motives. And receptivity is really about um, is, is, is really about focusing on what's what's in uh, what's on that customer's mindset. So do you, do you have a garden, Evan? Yes, uh, a flower garden, not a, a flower. Okay, so if you had a if you had a vegetable garden, you know, um, you might go out and uh, and you might buy some seeds. What kind of vegetables would you would you buy if you had some 
She had well, a vegetable. When I was a kid, we gardened for cucumbers, pickles, zucchini, asparagus, and tomatoes. Outstanding. So you'd go out, you'd get these seeds. So if you think about, um, you think about receptivity, you think about that soil that you're going to plant the seed, and th- think about soil as that customer's mindset. Yeah. And, and then you think about, um, and you, you think about that seed being, you know, f- what every Whatever, a lot of our customers, a lot of what we're seeing out there is that customer wants to create that perfect pitch to, you know, that perfect pitch, that perfect seed to plant into that soil. But we don't, what we don't understand is whether or not that, that soil is actually fertile. If that customer's mind, if you think about that customer mind being that fer- fertility, is whether or not that customer is receptive. So we say that um, the key to that, the key to understanding receptivity and gaining receptivity is, uh, is by teaching, is by teaching uh, um, a, uh, these people that face the customer to be other-centered. And um, we think that uh, being other-centered, and, and so much so that uh, you know, we trademark um, other-centered around our programs, other-centered selling and leadership, uh, creating loyal customers. But we believe that really uh, driving that other-centered behavior in an organization can actually lead to to a a marked um, um, engagement and a marked um, improvement in, in not only enablement, but engagement in that company. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Tortal Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Tortal makes effective training easier. Just go to tortal.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's tortal.net. T-O-R-T-A-L. Tortal.net. I'm actually going to ask you a question that may not seem like it follows well to what you just said, but I do think it does. One of the biggest problems that I see in training is that people that are involved in training that work for corporations, they can't, they don't sell well. (laughs) They don't sell up to management well. They don't sell into their, you know, that, and and say this, you know, somewhat nicely that, you know, when they put on training, they expect that everyone's going to come, yay, I'm happy I'm being trained today. And they don't, they don't put on the hat of, wow, here's a person super busy they're going to spend time training. The training may be excellent training, but that doesn't take away from the fact they still have a job to do. Um, and when they're selling up to management in terms of getting the funding and support and all of those things, they don't, they don't feel like, hey, I'm part of the company. I don't need to sell. And, and I think that one of the key things of every train department is that, that sort of to what you're saying is they have to think about the other. They have to think about the, the, the trainee who's in their training. They have to think about the management people they need to get buy-in. So, and I know that your company is a training company, but because a lot of people listening here are, are um, you know, as part of training departments, maybe you could take and apply some of your knowledge to them to help them get greater support within training in their own organizations. It's, um, I like to say, training country in the enablement world, right? Um, training is a is is an important part of the enablement process, and an enablement process can support many many different processes. Whether it's sales, 
um, you know, product development, marketing, right, across, you know, core processes in an organization. And I think um, that, that it's a mindset that um, has been changing for many years now where we're moving from this learning and development thought process to learning and enablement. And I think training is a, is, is a critical foundation to enablement, but um, I think training departments and I think training organizations have to be thinking about things like engagement as the end game and the measurement of engagement and how they're learning, how learning can impact, um, how learning can impact uh, you know, things like engagement that are so important today uh, to companies. So, uh, you know, I think, I think if, if, if training organizations, um, you know, can, uh, can begin to think about uh, becoming more of curators of content, right? Putting the right content at the right time, at the right place for the right customer in the right process. Uh, I think, that really uh, is going to help them with understanding better on how they're supporting their organization and, the, and, and having a better discussion at that C level uh, with respect to, uh, you know, how, you know, how, how people are learning today, right? Our customers today, yeah. Evan, they, they learn, you know, our customers, you know, out, out, in, uh, out in the customer world, how do they learn today? They, they're learning on their own. They're learning through the World Wide Web. They're learning through social learning, right? So majority of the learning that's happening today, and this is one of the things that, you know, Aslan has done and Aslan has adapted to is, is to the fact that information is so readily available to our customers, right? And, and, and so much so it is inside of organizations as well to employees. It's, it's there. But how do we know and how can we track what's happening when they're learning on their own, when they're learning through social forums like blogs and, and discussion forums and, you know, through, um, you know, through, um, you know, things like uh, Facebook and, and LinkedIn. Uh, and and how well do we put these these types of uh, learning environments in front of our employees? And uh, you know, are we are are we setting them up for success to be to to really be engaged um, in the learning process? So I think I, I think that's that. I mean, that's a, I think that's a long way to say to you that um, when we typically we think okay, training training is event. Training happens, and uh, okay, great. But how are we reinforcing it? What are we doing to to make it so that um, uh, you know em- employees can be on a continuous journey of learning? Can you just tell me a little bit about your process of how you start the interaction with your client, how you learn and assess what they need, and how you position yourself so that you're leaning into your client and you're thinking about, you know, thinking from your client's perspective? We've really focused um, when we uh, speak to organizations in the decision-making realm, we, we, we really focus on that executive level uh, for HR, typically HR and um, sales. And, um, you know, we really believe that if, um, if we're going to be successful inside of companies, we really need to be at that level 
to get that buy-in for investment. And, um, you know, we're very much, our process is very much about uh, uh, the, you know, an enablement um, programs that, and training programs that uh, help companies to become more efficient, more effective, uh, not only in sales process, customer service process, customer loyalty process, but but um, also in 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 leadership and and driving um, leadership, and and that's where um, I think organizations become very very successful is when uh, they engage in that reinforcement uh, and start to create coaching cultures um, so what that when we get engaged with um, with companies we really uh, we're really focused on making sure that it is a it's a top-down approach um, and that essentially uh, when we go in um, we we really uh, focus then from the bottom floor up to drive our programs and uh, our our organization, uh, or our our, our organization, um, through, throughout the uh, throughout the process. And how do you guys measure results? We like to uh, we love we love to start with um, really benchmarking together with the organization uh, where they are from a competency stand- competency standpoint. So we work very closely with the management teams to. To uh, with you know very thorough process around uh, benchmarking competency uh, and um, and uh, we really also like to focus on what their business goals uh, what their business goals are and um, so uh, driving competency towards their business goals is uh, is a critical uh, component of our of our measurement so you know. Um, we we have uh, proprietary software that helps us to uh, engage in and 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 look at uh, uh, look at various um, uh, various roles within the organization and uh, and helps us to uh, benchmark where they are from a competency standpoint um, and then build uh, a coaching process around them uh, around that to be able to. Uh, through a dashboard, uh, see where teams, individuals are are going with respect to the competencies that we teach in our program. So that's very interesting. So what you're really doing is you're creating a baseline, and then you're measuring improvements in competencies. Yeah, very, yeah, very much so. And and the competencies that we're looking at, um, you know, are uh, we've we've found to be proven. Uh, it, it, as far as uh, the skills and competencies th- that um, that we drive into organizations, we've found have been very much tied to the success of of the business, particularly those business objectives. Um, it's um, yeah, it, it's without a doubt, it's it's about driving that competency. It's uh, and 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 measuring it, and it's in coaching. It's uh, it's really one step at a time, right? Um, you know, you go out onto the golf range and um, uh, you try to teach somebody um, how to become a better golfer. You really, um, you don't pick up the driver and then two seconds later pick up uh, the mid iron and then move over the putting green. You know, you really focus. We try to focus one competency at a time. We try to establish a coaching process that is focused on one competency at a time uh, to help 
to help uh, move that needle ahead. It's, it's, it's not a fast process, right? It's, it's an investment. And I think that goes back to, you know, our assessment is the organization ready to invest, uh, to see real return on investment. Um, and, um, and, uh, that's something we try to engage right from the beginning and, and why we, um, really like to talk to the highest level of an organization. And it sounds like you do a lot of individual work because you, you've used the word coaching a lot. So as opposed to one system for everyone, you're kind of customizing and, and dealing with each individual person based on their competency weaknesses to bring them up. Yeah. I, we, I mean, we have a methodology for, you know, for teaching coaching, right? So we, we, um, we bring management teams in and, and um, not only teach them uh, methodology for how to coach, but also um, the methodology and um, the process, uh, the cons- consultative process that we teach to their sales and customer uh, facing uh, teams. Um, and so, so you're so you're training the in essence management on how to coach their sales team. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, we we are you know we are absolutely coaching the team to um, uh, coaching the sales teams, the customer facing teams. It uh, could be call center, inside sales. It's um, we go across multiple sales um, sales organizations, customer service organizations to teach management uh, a methodology for coaching as well as the, the methodology that we teach uh, to their teams and to their salespeople. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, tortal.net. Let's just take this first example. You, you, you met with a company, you, you go in, you're working with the HR, you're working with, you know, the, with the real decision makers. They make this investment. You go in, you train, you do this, and then five years later, you come back. Um, do they first off? Do they work with you continuously thereafter with new hires? What what happens? You know, are, are, I assume some companies are better than others. What happens in time? <laughs> in time, uh, the best companies and certainly our most loyal customers are the ones that uh, stick with us through time, and uh, we have a lot of those. Um, the, the, obviously, like any other business, they drive our business, right? Um, they, uh, you know, um, uh, some companies will over time will invest in, uh, and we will teach their employees and, and their, uh, you know, people that have the competency uh, to drive their own coaching, their own sales training uh, using our program. So we will, with many companies, a lot of Fortune 5 country, country companies that we work with, will we'll actually hand uh, the Aslan keys to them through a very rigorous process. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of time when you talk about three, four, five years, a lot of our customers are taking our stuff 
they're running, they're running, and they're running with it, and um, and using our stuff on a licensing, uh, our content on a licensing uh, basis. Um, other companies w- that uh, you know we've we've had a lot of repeat companies who come out, you know, who have used us in the past and then kind of drop it, and they say, "Gosh, if we only stuck with it." And they do, and they certainly do uh, come back and say, you know, we want to do it. We just, a uh, company down in South Carolina, we just did the same thing with. They, you know, 10 years later, they came back and said, if we only had stuck with what you had prescribed for us, I think we would have been much better off. Let's do it this time. So we, we run into that as well, you know, but for the most part, the most successful companies are the people that stick with us and continue and, and eventually kind of, you know, end up running on their own with it. Do you, do you and, and this is probably an unfair question to have asked to ask you without anything, so you could say, I don't know. Um, but do you have any, you know, statistics or, or, or things in terms of retention of salespeople, uh, improvement, not just in competencies, but, you know, improvement in sales? You know, because what, what I'm hearing is, what you would do is going to make salespeople more successful, should make them more money, should make them happier to work there, that they would stay longer, turnover would be down, and sales would be up. Uh, that's my assumption. Mm. Um, do you have any, you know, analytical, uh, anecdotal or, or hard data? Have you, you know, looked into that in terms of the impact that you typically have? Yeah, we, we have – uh, a number of success stories with uh, customers uh, again, and I think it, a lot of it uh, goes back to the benchmarking and, and setting a bench when we ca- we come in, and then six months later, uh, a year later, I can I can speak to it from my own experience. Um, I was a uh, I was in uh, training management for a company called APC. We didn't really have a process uh, for um, training our call center and inside sales. So we called upon about uh, 15 years ago, a company called Aslan Training and Development um, and uh, brought them in and um, really stuck with their process over uh, two or three years and saw um, increase in sales in our call center. Um, I, I mean, I could throw percentages out there. I'd be, I'd be making them up, uh, uh, but they were, um, you know, um, wildly successful for us. Um, and, um, and I think through the coaching process, um, we, we saw certainly, uh, you know, higher levels of retention and engagement as well. Um, but, clearly documented was success from uh, a revenue standpoint from the time we brought people uh, from, from the time we brought Aslan in to the time uh, that we started to take it on ourselves. Um, it was a, uh, you know, extremely successful process. So um, that was, um, that was uh, 12, 15 years ago. Uh you know, I since joined the company uh, two years ago, so um, I've had a long-standing relationship with Aslan um, before I even joined. Well, it, it is kind of interesting and certainly a testimonial to Aslan that you know here you were, you hired them, you were a client, and then eventually you went to work for them. So you're, you're clearly you're clearly a clearly a, a believer, and 
philosophically, everything that you say, I, I, I think, you know, makes so much sense. Um, I love how you are looking at the individual uh, more than you're looking at putting everyone in the same category. And, and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people have is that they, they treat groups of people and then you have performers that are underwhelmed because they're being treated at the middle quartile and then you have underperformers that are overwhelmed because they're not at the speed that the learning really works for. And to, to be able to look at everyone at where they are and what they need, um, you know, it's almost like just-in-time learning, um, so, so to speak. Uh, I, I think it's a, fanta- is a fantastic idea and methodology. I know in our, pre, our pre-call briefing, we talked about, you know, that what you were going to describe is kind of hard for people to see and that, 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 uh, that you'd be happy to give people a demo and, and let them see what you have available. Do you want to talk a little bit about that demo and, and, that, and that offer? Sure. I, you know, we have some uh, amazing uh, proprietary software and, and it's technology, Evan, right? Um, so process and, and establishing a, a process, uh, enabling process for, you know, creating other centered leadership and, and customer facing salespeople. Uh, but, but our, our um, software helps to uh, create a dashboard uh, to drive and track uh, competency of your uh, organization and the teams that that uh, that we train together. Um, it's it's uh, extremely easy to use and um, and 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 it essentially it's it's we're helping you show return on investment not only for the other center programs uh, that Aslam brings to you, but but also how it really can uh, impact employee engagement. Right, um, which I think is uh, such a huge part of um, you know again going back to that C level discussion. Right, um, that's what they're talking about today. How 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 do we get how do we get these employees to be more engaged? You know, because engagement today means more productivity, more pro, 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 profitability, more more uh, employee retention. Right, sure. and. and and uh, I don't think saying thank you and recognition process is enough. I think you have to really focus on enablement, uh, enabling processes. I think Aslan is, uh, is um, one of the best when it comes to enabling sales process. And so, um, so um, I, th- and, and I think um, measuring it is, is, uh, is, is, a, is really an important uh, a piece of it. So, Tom, we need to wrap up, but if you could share one tip, one training tip, what would that be? Well, I, I think it would be, uh, you know, I talked about it, it, can you drive other-centered uh, mindset into your organization? If you can, um, I think it'll enhance your uh, your. I think it'll I think it'll absolutely enhance your employee engagement. Look at the Gallup 12 questions. Look at them. Study them. Take look at there's there's 12 of them. It's very simple. And if you're if you're training, if you're 
enablement isn't driving uh, even isn't driving ten out of those twelve questions, then I think um, you need to really look at um, either uh, getting help or redefining uh, your 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 strategy. Um, uh, uh, I love the question, Evan. Do I have a best friend? Uh, uh, at, at work Gallup question number 10 do I have a best friend yeah. at work and it's um, well for me in my home office it's um, my great white Pyrenees Juliet I don't know if that counts but <laughs> but and, and, and that's an engagement right that's an engagement question it's a, one of the top 12 but, in a, but I promise, promise you if you do have a best friend at work um, it started with their decision to put your needs first wow very interesting thought. Well, Tom, we are out of time, but I want to thank you very, very much for your insight and thoughts. And I like the approach that you have and uh, appreciate you taking the time very, very much. Yeah, it's a great pleasure to be here. And uh, thanks for having me, Evan. I appreciate it. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.